Tuesday, baby. Tuesday coming in hot. So much to talk about today. Sometimes there's not a lot. Sometimes there is. Today we're talking about room sputtering, a CX study showing improvement, and Tesla's full self-driving, maybe for real. This time. I mean, does anybody really say like, oh, I bet they got it this time, right? That's I don't think that's what anybody says. I want a t-shirt that says Tesla, maybe for real. Maybe for real today. We'll see. We will see. That would be a great shirt. <laughs> it it really would be. Um, so uh, what are we releasing today? We have so many things. To All a lot things. of things. Check this oh, out. my so we gosh. At, this list. We were at uh, Public Policy Day last week at Winata, the Washington uh, Auto Show. And it was amazing, first of all. So let's just start with that. But one of the even more amazing things is we got to conduct a series of interviews of which we're releasing on the In the Dirt podcast and on our YouTube channel. So you can go to youtube or uh or itunes or spotify or google podcast or anywhere and search in the dirt uh and so here's here's a list ready jamie darvish the coo of dark cars i think he's the ceo of dark cars coo is he yep he's yeah his brother's the ceo really i thought he yeah. introduced himself as ceo well i introduced him. maybe i missed the heard a letter oh we got mike stanton <laughs> president of nada uh and then he then we have John O'Donnell, the president of Wanada. He was he had a bunch of great insight uh, and and the DC Auto Show. Like that's just the start of the lineup. There's more great to come. But those three right now and they're all like 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah. Quick shots. You can tackle them in like a half an hour show at one and a half speed. Yes. I love yeah. one and a half speed. It's my best friend. Yes. It's my best friend. Yes, yeah, so go check those out. Um on a so on, on YouTube. If you go to a so tube, A-S-O-T-U dot B-E, it'll get you to all of our content. And uh, when you scroll through that, you'll realize how much content actually comes out of this this carnival that we call us. Um, we also have a new episode of The Wheelhouse dropping today at 1 p.m. It's about how to build a culture where people of all backgrounds feel accepted and accept others. This is Karen Bird, Alan Brown, Demetrius Naylor. Talk about an all-star lineup. And of course, Ooh. hosted by the one and only Daniel Govert, who does such an amazing job hosting the show um, and, and just building out some meaningful conversation. We have nine days until NADA. I don't know if anyone noticed. Um, and 112 days to a SotoCon. Hey, listen, we've been putting this out. We've been talking about it a little bit more. Did, did we show the pins on the show yet? Oh, Hold on. I don't know. If Do you have did. one there? Look at this guy. Hold on. That pin right there. You see that? I see, it's right there. Oh, there not gonna you be go. You got a whole I bag of them. them. It's a little pin. It'll go on your tie or your jacket or your lanyard. And last week we had them at Winata and everybody wanted one. Cool. And yeah, yes, so you're going to want one too. You're going to want a pin and you're going to want a sticker because oh, we have we got stickers got too. Stickers right? on stickers. The sticker, and these, they go on badges little, on badges. But they're holograph stickers. Look at these things. I know. My kids were like, how do they do that? I, it's a magic, kids. It's magic. It was cool at, any, uh, at the Washington Policy Show to see people see the pin and immediately put it on their suit. And people that we didn't know. Because they read more than cars and they automatically understand what it's about, which is pretty oh. powerful. They're like, yes, it is about more than cars. So if you're at NADA, we need everybody in this community to have one of these pins, uh, to have a sticker on their badge. We need to show like everybody in the industry that they need to be over here paying attention to what's going on. That's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, okay, so we have some things. Oh, I know so many announcements today. I'm sorry, but... We're coming to NADA and we want everybody to be together. We are having a meetup, a SOTU meetup, right after Kyle and I get off the NADA live stage. 
which is right next to registration in the main lobby. We're going to be with Andy Gelcher. Um, we're going to be talking about More Than Cars, the docu-series, um, showing clips from it. And we want everybody to show up in force to show NADA like, hey, people care about this. And that we're really grateful that they gave us some time on the live stage and um, are allowing us to be a part of... Um, you know, this movement in automotive, very thankful for them and their partnership there. So this is Thursday, February 1st, 3.15. Thursday, February 1st, 3.15, in the lobby, by the live stage. Um, Get gonna, off the plane, come there, then absolutely. go to the welcome reception. Yes, yeah. and then we'll go to the sphere together. All right, let's talk about uh, some big news going on. It's been all over LinkedIn in a... We'll call it a not-so-surprise announcement. Online used, re, uh, used vehicle retailer Vroom announced that it was ceasing e-commerce activities due to financial strains and a focus on liquidity preservation, right? Like, going to save as much as they can. Uh, the company, which went public in 2020, made big waves with its aggressive Super Bowl advertising portraying auto dealers as torturing captors. It's the best phrase I could come up with. Torturing captors. The company had initially thrived during the pandemic, right? Increased online vehicle activity. Um, however, a consistent decline in profits never stopped. Last two quarters alone, they lost $130 million in used car sales operations. Uh, they plan to halt vehicle sales altogether, liquidate its current inventory, um, but they are going to continue uh, the two business units that they had acquired, United Auto Credit Corp and car story they acquired those those are going to still keep running uh they employ around 800 people however the used car side is going to be letting go of 800 people so obviously a lot of people um looking for work uh it's always a tough when you build something you care about and so you know we're, we're looking at the rest of this industry to welcome them with open arms that's right yeah i mean one let me just say Going back to 2021, when the Super Bowl commercial was it 21 uh, was released, I've I've never been a proponent of the way that they've gone to market. They have come up against dealers and and uh, been detractors to the entire process. Um, it's clear that dealers have a, a role to play, uh, but they weren't wrong about some things. Um, the the thing that got them in the trick bag, which every startup deals with, is just the legitimacy of it's hard to do business in auto, especially at scale. It's hard for me. It also stinks because they uh, had acquired Texas Direct back in the day, which was a behemoth and always nailed it uh, with customer service and the experience. And so they weren't able to transfer that to the enterprise level and go uh, nationwide with that, it seems. Um, and, and the biggest thing, uh, again, is just man, 800 jobs in auto. People that at least understand the landscape, probably understand the data and probably understand how to communicate to customers and what customers want. And so right for the picking, people that could pretty easily move into our dealer jobs Absolutely. or industry partner jobs Absolutely. or OEM jobs. So check out check out LinkedIn because I'm sure they're going to be there. Absolutely. Actually, um, I realized I had a point wrong. They're reducing their workforce by 800 employees, which is a 90% cut. So actually, you know, 800, 90% of the staff is gone. The remaining 10% um, will be uh, with the other two business units. CEO Tom Short said, um, despite significant efforts to do so, we ultimately were unable to raise the necessary capital in the current market. This pivots really well into our next story. So kind of the contrasting statement and probably one of the reasons uh, is that the Cox 2023 
automotive buyer journey study has just been released highlighting significant improvements in customer satisfaction in both new and used vehicle shopping across the board, saying shorter buy times are a key factor while drawing attention to a balanced approach of online and in-store experiences. So um, the buying improved to 79% of new vehicle buyers saying they were highly satisfied. That's the highest rating they could give. An all-time high and notable rebound from some declines in 21 and 22. Uh, New car buyers spent about 11 hours and 45 minutes in their purchasing journey. That includes from the first time they like say, hey, I think I need a new car and they start researching. It's a decrease from previous years. Um, While used car buyers spent over 14 hours, understandably a little bit more, more options. You got to figure out what you want. But the time to shop also decreased by over an hour. So, um, Test driving experience, satisfaction, very satisfied, 82%. Vehicle pickup and delivery, 79%. Sales team interaction, 77%. And this is people saying they were very satisfied with their experience. Um, Yeah, so sticker shock eased a little bit, but still just about half, 49% of buyers saying, I paid more than I thought I was going to as opposed to 54% last year. Vanessa Tan from Cox Automotive quote said, um, consumers are not pursuing an entirely digital experience. Rather, we believe car buyers want a seamless experience where they can start the process at home and then go to the dealership, test drive a car, complete the deal, and learn more about their new purchase. Those two stories, those two stories make sense together, don't they? Those, those nail it. We've been talking about this and people and dealers have been talking about this for a long time. Uh, over the past year and a half, it's clear that customers want a true omni-channel experience where they can start online and finish the store. There's an old saying, time kills deals, right? Uh, the longer it takes to do anything, the harder it is to con- continue that purchase process. So whether that's an in the storeroom experience or the digital shopping journey, which looks like it's uh, seeing less time mm-hmm. uh, engaged with, which means users are able to get to the information that they desire quicker. Um, all of that provides a better shopping experience because you just don't have to go through whatever pain you have to endure because there's always pain. Friction happens whenever you're doing a transaction Whatever your pain you have to endure, if you can do it for less time, you get a better experience. So continuing to shorten that time to close, that time to deal is the best case scenario. And and putting a heightened uh, level of attention on the in-store experience because people still want to be with people. They love it. Something about that. And, you know, this, I feel like the EV craze, we'll call it, and this artificial demand generated by public opinion or just social media momentum. Um, yep. And we're seeing what the, the effects of that and obviously government intervention too in the EV side. But when I think of the consumers want to buy a car fully online, right? And the thing that was adopted and, and people just start thinking, oh, that must be the case. It must be the case. We're showing and we're seeing that it's just not true, right? Like yep. both of those things aren't true. So I think that the experienced dealers have always been um, like kind of a sit tight mentality, like stay the course, right? Like we know what's happening. Let's use these opportunities to improve what we're doing. And um, man, I'm so proud that that auto dealers have done just that since Carvana came out, since Vroom launched the pandemic hit and the survey just shows it. All right, And, And I would say consumers want the ability to do as much of the process they want to online, which could be the entire process. 
and they should be able to, but they want to be able to, to customize that process based on their needs. Yes. They may just want to do a portion of it. They may want to do the whole thing and they may want to do a portion of it or the whole thing in the store. It's just that we have to give those customers choice. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing like Kroger. There's some days I want to go shop. I want to pick up the thing. I want to put it in my cart. I want to walk out with it because I've got to. I've got to look at that. Some days I'm gonna drive by pickup just because it's gonna be the most convenient. Some days I'm not getting out of my house. Send that thing over to me Instacart style, right? But I have the option to choose. I've yet to do a drive by pickup. Oh, anywhere. It's glorious. I just feel like it's gonna take longer. No, I don't know why. It's magical. Is it? Look. Mm. And aside. Publix gets the gold star for the best. They do it right every single time. You're they they you notify them when you're headed there. They are literally like coming out to the car as you pull up. Okay, location I could, identifier. I could live with that. App. I could certainly Target, live with that. Next best, almost identical to that. Kroger a little bit lower. However, it's like the max I've ever waited is five minutes in the car. It's better than fast food these days. Ooh, so I don't do know. good waiting. Great. But I'm going to try it. I think I'm going to try it. That's 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 a little late for a New Year's resolution. But yeah. I'm going to try pick up and I'll let you know how it goes. Speaking of things people are trying. Yo. Segway. Time. So Tesla's much anticipated FSD for full self-driving beta V12 update is now rolling out to customers, potentially marking a pivotal moment in the company's pursuit of full self-driving capabilities. So the V12 update introduces a big shift. So the controls of the vehicle are now managed by neural networks and true AI rather than traditional hard-coded programming. Um, the programming that's been replaced is over 300,000 lines of C++ code um, and moves it all into a neural network where the AI is continually learning from current and past experiences based on a programming uh, network. So uh, initially promised by the end of last year, the release was delayed and a lot of people are pointing at it saying, hey, look, they delayed it so that the uh, breakthrough update could happen. Um, the question still be remain uh, still remains whether or not this can actually be full self-driving on the current hardware or whether it requires a hardware and software update uh, to make it really a reality. Uh, Fred Lambert, uh, the editor-in-chief of EV reporting site Electric, concluded V12 and end-to-end -end neural nets is the last big step in Tesla's self-driving environment. And if it doesn't work, it sounds like Tesla would have to give up the idea of making self-driving work on its current hardware as promised. Okay. So, a lot of excitement, a lot of speculation. AI driving my vehicle. Um, the, the premise is, is basically this, right? Like they've had literally rooms and like giant rooms full of engineers analyzing video footage from cars and telling, telling the, the software like what is what and what you should do in this situation. Now they've transitioned that to a computer who is learning itself and they've been, they really have been, Elon Musk has been saying this for a long time, like we have to let the car think for itself if yep. we're ever going to make it. And this is a big part of the, the Optimus humanoid robots too. You have to let it process what's going on itself because you can't predict every situation. Um, they, you know, the releasing to the beta drivers who are gonna be more friendly, more familiar, makes a ton of sense. But legit, like Tesla made the decision to not go LiDAR, not go radar, to go camera only and say like, hey, uh, Elon Musk would say, he said in the book, if humans can drive using only their eyes, then the computer, the car should be able to drive using only its eyes. Oh boy. I, this is a big one though, because if it's this, a big if one, this doesn't I, work and they have to start adding hardware, you can't update that over the air. 
you can't update that over the air and that's a big deal right so that would i would take a total refactor on their part there if i had to guess there's like 33 articles lined up over the next month <laughs> yes. ready to go on like what the actual impact what mm -hmm. the tests have done whether or not there are issues there's probably court like the lawyers already have the stacks of court cases mm -hmm. ready to go for the first accident um all eyes are on it like i can't imagine the pressure from the engineers the developers elon musk uh that they must be experiencing but um, they're always pushing the boundaries, so we'll see what happens. We will. We'll see. Well, we hope you continue to push the boundaries today, especially when it comes to paying attention to the people in your stores, on your team, because together we can make this industry about so much more than cars. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>